Before we start, we want to say that the Finish Line podcast does not condone domestic violence. No. Don't don't hit a woman. Right. And women, keep your hands to yourself, too. And also don't threaten them. Hit like a man. Get hit like a man. That's your statement. That kind of goes against (laughs) Contradicted what what you just said. Yeah, but anyway, that takes us into our first topic. We kind of just... Getting steamrolling right into it. it. We got a long show. So... um, this originally was not a topic for this week, but it came to my attention this morning um, that Boogie Cousins is a little frustrated with life. <sighs> towards ACL, towards quad, towards Achilles, and now he is trying to tear his ex-girlfriend apart. Um, so that baby mama drama is something different. <laughs> so we've all seen the video, but I'm going to play it again. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Oh, damn. True. Oh shit, I do not have it. Do Ten, I have it? Oh, this is it right there, there, there. I'm going to hit it one more time. Alright, bruh. So, that, that ain't, that ain't couple, funny, bro. Couple that notes, ain't couple, funny, bro. Oh my gosh. Y'all, y'all can't be laughing at couple this, notes. Bro. So, the audio is a little kind of hard to hear, but one, it sounds like DeMarcus Cousins. Two, I'm very kind of concerned that the woman wasn't like, oh my god. It makes me think like she's heard something like that before from him. She's definitely, definitely heard definitely it. Yeah. Three, like... Bro, you can't say you that. You can't say that, bro. <laughs> That's conspiracy to commit listen, murder. Listen, bro, you cannot say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Listen, I understand. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I understand that you frustrated and pissed off. Your son can't come to your wedding. I, I, I get it. But you can't say that, dog. You can't say you're going to put a fucking bullet so in wait, her head. So if you couldn't hear the audio, basically what happened was DeMarcus Cousins he, uh, I didn't know, but he's getting married or was getting married. He got, to ma- he got married. He got married, and his ex-wife slash baby ex-girlfriend slash baby mama. He really wanted his son to be at his wedding. Um, it's kind of messed up. He's not letting the son come to his wedding, but it, no excuse. Um, and he's basically like, "Yo, so you're not gonna let my son be at my wedding?" She's like, "No, I'm not." And then he's like, "All right, bet I'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking head." And then she's like, "Okay, cool." She's either got them fucking hands. Or she's heard this before. Or she got four brothers. Nah. (laughs) Yeah. Could be one of those. As the only one with a baby mama in the room. Yeah. (laughs) True. I feel like I feel like keep going. I feel like I need to speak on this. (laughs) (laughs) You have to. I got to. All right. So number one, um, he he definitely shouldn't have said what he said. You know what I'm saying? But I also like I don't think you can infer a lot of the things that we're inferring. Like, oh, she's heard some of this shit before. Like, there's, there's absolutely no way we can know yeah. that he's that he has said something like this before. You know what I'm saying? And in the heat of the moment, with in a, in an argument, just in any argument, like you're gonna say people say things to hurt other people. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily threatening to kill, threatening to kill people, but in the heat of the moment, you're liable to say anything. And then you have to, and then you put on like the extra layer of some baby mama drama. 
like you know, it, like not not trying to condone what he said, but like sounds like you're trying to. Condone no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not trying to condone what he said. Like there's a this, there's a difference between making a justification for something and explaining why something happened. It still doesn't make it right what he said, but like you have like. You know, you gotta take you know look at the the full context of the situation. It's still some dumb shit he said though. And and I also my bad. I also think that like maybe part of the reason that she was so calm is because she knew she was fucking recording it. You know what I'm saying? Like True. like I mean I'm sure she didn't think he was gonna see he was gonna say I'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking head. But I know. But you can you, clearly she was trying to catch him up. On yeah, something, she you definitely recorded it. And right. when it came out, it came out through TMC, TMZ. They were they leaked it, and TMZ. It's crazy. They're wildly accurate. Like, yeah, know. she filed a police report and has filed a restraining order on him as well. Yeah, so that's how it got. That's how it so got. So what out. what happens from here? What does Adam Silver do about this? Because this is bad pub for the league. What? Are the, what actually, I'm not gonna say Adam Silver. What do the Lakers do about this? Nothing. I think the Lakers are gonna drop him anyway. Yeah, he, well, I didn't think they were going to drop him. I mean, I, I think at this point, why not? I think in all honesty, it depends on how much traction this story gets. Because it did just drop this morning. It's tra- it's been trending on Twitter all day. But also, you also got the Andrew Luck story. So it depends on how big it gets. I think that will determine what the NBA does. I think if it, if it kind of stays where it is kind of now, where only kind of sports fans know, then they'll probably be light on it. But if it gets into women's groups coming out, and start and start coming in what droves. What should they do though? Like, fuck if it gets big or not. Like, I what think, should you do if your player is threatening to put a bullet in a woman's head? And you know, the NBA is very progressive. Yeah. Very, you know, don't do that. I'm okay. Hold on. I, so, even though he shouldn't have said it, like, do we really think he's gonna shoot his baby mama? I don't know. No, like for real. Nah. Like, like, come you on. can't operate on that. Well, we don't think he's really gonna do it because then if he fucking does it, then, then you're it's like, too late. Okay, okay, okay yeah. but no, no. But if he if he does it, like whether he, whether he, whether he's in the league or not, no, let no, hear me out. No, but you're no, hold saying, on, hold, hold on. Ahead, ahead. Whether he's in the in, whether he's in the NBA or not, if he was really trying to kill his baby mother, he can kill his baby mama. But like I, him him being in the league is not preventing. But I, but I think what Dre is trying to say is the league is gonna want to be precautionary and not reactionary. You're under yeah, you know if you're I'm under contract to the league. What? It's not whether he's in the league or not. It's he's in the league. We have the right to adjudicate and set a standard because you can't you can't just do things like that. The NFL, okay. you know, I I I bet Roger Goodell wishes that he could have caught Ray Rice saying something like that before he, you know what I'm saying? Like before he did that cuz I'm sure there were times where Ray Rice just he first dude that came to mind was you know saying those those verbally abusive and threatening things to his fiance or wife at the time and then boom you know, something happens. I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna shoot. I hope to God he does not harm yeah. her or the child. Yeah, or chances are he won't. Yeah. Okay. Yo, like, I mean, I mean, li- listen to her reaction. I, I, Even she was but, like, <laughs> but no, Wanya okay. made a great point. I'm sure she reacted that way because she's on camera, like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Well, guess what, bitch? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to fuck some shit up for you. Apparently, she, I, I guess she had plans for that from the onset because she, why else would you be recording? She leaked it. It's her phone or her homegirl's yeah. phone or whatever, whoever she was with. Yeah. So that, I'm just saying. Which I, also makes me believe that earlier on in the conversation on the phone, he was talking out the side of his neck. Yeah. So they had to say, yo, record this, yeah, please. Yeah, bro. I'm just saying, so. bro, with domestic violence and, and you know, women, black women, and just people dying by the hands of their partners, you got to be. I say, I say eight or ten games. Yeah. Or fine or something like that. And fine, not fine, not enough. 
eight or he ten ain't games. Making no bread. I mean, he's right. not. He ain't making no bread. He's not. Fine, might hit a little harder now. It might. It depends on how big you made it. I say eight or ten games. Spend eight or ten games. But um, so. Fuck Boogie. We got a bigger story to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know? Man, uh, it's been tough. This for him, week man. I, was I originally gonna be our NFC West review, but um we'll do that next week. Um and <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about this week we're gonna be reviewing the AFC South. But before we do that, we're gonna do like a subtopic and talk about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Who? No, I'm playing. Oh, <laughs> Andrew Luck, one of the NFL's golden boys, um, who we all presume to be, you know. 15 years in the league, Super Bowl champion one day, definitely Hall of Fame, 60,000 yards. Um, the man that basically, you know, with his potential, made the Indianapolis Colts and Jim Ursay kind of cast Peyton Manning to the side and say, hey, uh, you th- who we you know, thanks for what yeah. you did for us. But it was the right decision. We, you, know, we're okay, yeah. you know, we're okay. And that's, you know, that's another story for another day. But um, he definitely took a beating. Um, he played seven years, but only played six of those years. He was in the league seven years. Six of those years he played out of Stanford. Um, a, 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 the list of injuries that he had was just, you know, devastating. Um, he lacerated his kidney. Um, he tore his abdomen twice. He had a shoulder injury that mm-hmm. kept him out of the league for the entire 2017 season. The, the Three out of the six, 50% of his NFL career, he led the league in sacks and knockdowns. Dang. Three out of six years that he played, he was sacked 40-plus times. Um, and I think in um, in the last three years, he he's had the most, like, touches or, like, you know, what is QB it called? Hits. Uh, QB, QB hits. QB hits in the so last the three man, years. So <laughs> the, the man that. took... A beatdown, and Andrew Luck is definitely one of the probably the smarter individuals in the league. He got his degree in architecture from Stanford. Um, he, you know, played all four years and graduated from Stanford. So I know that it probably took a lot of thought and um, pondering, um, and just you know him thinking deeply about this. But basically, he came out and he said the last four years he's been on a treadmill of get injured, p- rehabilitation, play. Get injured, rehabilitation, play. Um, and he came out in the preseason game this past Saturday, and he retired. A lot of people thought that Adam Schefter got hacked, but he didn't. No, nah. nope, he so, was I'm going to get ahead of this story. <laughs> and then more sports outlets continue to report it. So there's been a mixed bag of emotions um, from sports reporters um, and just Sports fans, Doug Gottlieb. Y'all saw what Doug Gottlieb tweeted? Oh, fuck him. No, wait, what, what did he say? Bro, basically he said Andrew Luck retiring um, is the, you know, retiring because, you know, re- rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing I've heard. Right. Hashtag Andrew Luck. Oh. Yeah. And people ripped him. I mean, it, he he's technically no, not no. wrong. It is a millennial thing. What? I mean, so, I, I wouldn't see, no, I'm saying like. Off. Taking care of your body. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the way that he approached it is a very millennial What's thing. Millen- that's something what, what that's not millennial. Like, but he said, he said it in a negative context. Right. I, get, I, where, you get what I'm saying? I get what like, he's saying because the, most guys like back in the day would have just went out to the end and, and, now, the and, now, they, and now they can't walk. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is that's what a, 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 a millennial would probably look at it a little bit differently. Yes, but he was saying it in a negative context. And I mean, honestly, bro, millennials are smarter. I mean, yeah. gener- hold on, hold on. Generation I mean, X. But no, but that's not necessarily true. Because. Not smarter, but. No, no, I, I ain't talking about that part. Uh, Jim Brown retired early. Yeah, he did. Jim Brown, Barry, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders retired, man. Jim early. Brown retired at 29. Barry Sanders retired at uh, 29. Now, Barry retired because he was pissed off at the Lions because they had his ass fucking right around the damn field. I mean, field, yeah, like I mean but it still all ties back into. Yeah, right. So, what are, your, what, what are your initial thoughts? And now that you've had a few days to sit with it, 
your thoughts on Andrew Luck. Go ahead, Juan. I feel I feel bad for him, man. I mean, just to have so it, it's like a, a a talent wasted. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the next best thing since Peyton Manning. It was ironic they both played for the Colts, but he was the best you know quarterback prospect coming out. You know, was supposed to do all these great things and just it was the help came too little, too late. You know, um, the first three years, I mean, going 11 and five, advancing another, you know, a higher round each year in the playoffs, but just having no O line and just getting just getting crushed out there, like how you pointed out. Um, you know, obviously prayers out to him. You know, I think it's very smart. Made made his bread. You know, and leaving the game, I think he will be back. Um, but we'll we'll say that to the end. However, my only knock is the timing. I don't feel like it was the correct timing because your third preseason game, and it was going to be after your third preseason game, I feel like you should have made the decision a lot sooner because at this point, now your decision affects the guys in that locker room as well. And though they respect your decision in leaving and right. the, the, it's too it's too much. Two things to be true at the same you, time. You can't, you, you can't wait that late. Like, you, you knew yeah. it was too much then, but I'm giving the benefit of the doubt because he, he is a warrior, and, you know, he, he, kept on, he kept on giving it a try, so definitely much respect to him. My only knock is just the timing. Go ahead, AZ. Um, I, don't, I don't feel sorry for Andrew Luck. Um, I feel like he, he pursued all of his dreams. He got to play a, a game that most of us in this room <laughs> wanted to play. Yeah. Because, you know, Dre played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, why? He wasn't a shot, but he tried. He said it like it was a shot. He, he's about to talk about the lack of athletic ability. Right. Of all, so there are four niggas on this podcast, and I'm in better shape than all three of you. Dre, I can bet you right now. You can, but, can, but can you beat me in a foot race? Can you jump higher than me? I, what I got to do with football? Man, Let's talk about athleticism, nigga. Keep going. Did you or did you not play basketball? Is, is I did. Too. All right, then. That's, that's all I'm saying, saying man. Right. Did you ever have any dreams to play football? Not really. All right, then. Really? That's all I was saying, bro. Yeah, yeah. You never had a dream of playing football? I didn't really care to. Because yeah, I watched my... Malcolm, I'm sorry, but I watched my big cousin get beat the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he was the star quarterback for Harder High School. Had 12 concussions in two years because his Ooh. offensive line sucked. Damn. I was like, all right. I mean, Ooh, I hate to see it. <laughs> like, I just watched her get beat up. Right. Nah, nah, but, um, but real talk, like... I don't I don't feel bad for Andrew Luck because he got to fulfill a dream and he got paid handsomely for it. You know what I'm saying? Um at first I was I was upset at how the fans reacted, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I'm like very, that, that's, very. that's that's real real kind of jacked up. But then like giving it some 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 thought and some hindsight that the fans in the moment didn't have like, listen, yo, we, we be tearing into people on this podcast from a fan perspective. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo. We're disrespectful. Yo, mad disrespectful. So, so, so in the heat of a moment, at a game, where we, I'm, you're, you're literally at the game, and then you, you hear some, some news, oh, shit, my man's about to retire. And then he's yo. walking off the field. Right, and he's he just down there laughing and chumming it up, and you just looking at him like, nigga, like, like yo, I would be like, how, how can you fix your face? To come down here on the sidelines and be chilling like ain't nothing happening, knowing good and damn well you about to retire. As a fan in that moment, I will I will feel like boo you too, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And then when I got and then when I got home, excuse me, I may I may think better of my actions in that moment. But then talking about the timing, apparently he had thought about this. He had thought had the decision made pretty much like ten days prior to when it came out, and he talked to um, ownership and he talked. I think he talked to ownership. And he talked to um, Jacoby Brissett about it, and they gave him the option. Like, you want to do a 
a um, press conference on Friday or do you want to do it on Sunday? These niggas said, let's do it on Sunday. And that extra time gave whomever in their camp. Somebody leaked that shit. And, yeah. and, and once and Adam, time. listen, once Adam, once it hits Adam Schefter's phone, what do you expect that man to do? It is, is literally his job to be first to, to, be first to yeah. press. Right. Yeah. So, so like, I, I, I don't blame necessarily all the timing on Andrew Luck because I feel like, I feel like in large part it was out of his hands once you started telling people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just feel like he should have done it over the summer. Or or he could have just been like, you know what, like before the game says something. You know what I'm saying? That way you're ahead of the narrative. You're not on the sideline. You don't get booed out. You know what I'm saying? Your feelings don't get hurt. And then people, like, it, it wouldn't have been as big of a spectacle as it was based on how the time it played out. Yeah. I, you know, and me personally, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he, I'm glad he's doing what he thinks is best for his career. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody knows how Andrew Luck feels other than Andrew Luck. So, like, kudos to you. You got out the game when you could. You may come back, like Wanya said. I don't know if he will because he's a quarterback. I feel like it, it would be a lot harder for him to come back into a, a system and, you know, actually be a starter. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if Jacoby Brissett has a, a hell of a year, which a lot of Colts fans are hoping. You know what I'm saying? You never know what might happen and where he's never come, coming back to the NFL. But the timing thing, um, I feel like there's never perfect timing with anything, right? If he would have waited at the be- – or if he would have did it at the beginning of the season – I think people still would have had an issue. I feel like either way, people it would have been... Yeah, they, they would have found an issue no matter how he did it. I think that, you know, the fact that it got leaked and he had to make that decision to, you know, get off the field, do the press conference, because I think they scheduled a press conference the right as he... Wa- yeah, the next day or whatever. I think it's a lot on him mentally. So, at the end of the day, I'm glad he did what he had to do, but I really feel like... I know, you, I know people are saying timing. But I really feel like it wouldn't have mattered the time. And I think either way, somebody would have had an issue with I mean, it. yeah, people would have had an issue. But think about, like, if you would have said this shit in, I don't know, July. Then Jacoby could have had the whole preseason to prepare as a starter. and then, Which he has been doing. Yeah, but but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm saying, though, like, we like he, he wouldn't have been this flashbang topic now, two weeks before the season starts. Like, that is kind of, that's low-key trash. That, that, that is. And just because, like... At this point, you're like top five in like Super Bowl odds. Like there are a lot of high expectations, which was also a little bit odd as to why it's crazy how like it must it shows how much he was hurting considering like this was your best team, your best O line, weapons, defense. Right. And now and you just came off a playoff push the year it before and yeah. lost. But yeah, that just yeah. shows matter, how much bro. he was hurting. But I just wish he would have done it in the summer or like even beforehand because it just you didn't have a new injury in between July and now. The I only think it's been the okay. same. I, I mean, I, I don't have any issue with what he did, bro. I wish more players, bro. It's probably a hundred more players in the league that feel the exact same way that he does. That maybe ain't made them enough bread yet. That aren't a hundred million dollar quarterback. It might, you know, what I'm saying it's probably some linebackers <laughs> in the league. Hang on, there was a tweet that you retweeted. It was speaking of like other players who may feel the same way. It was Andrew Luck was sacked 174 times from 2012 to 2018. Matthew Stafford has been sacked 265 <laughs> times in that span. How the hell is Stafford still alive right now? Bro, I'm saying, bro, it's 100 <laughs> other players who bro. ain't made their bread yet or just can't do it right now. But no, Matt, Matt Stafford got a, a contract. He got paid. It's probably some slot receivers. <laughs> 
on, on six million dollar contracts right now that just can't afford to do or just it. or just linebackers on fucking special teams. Yeah, that can't knock somebody head it, off. Right. From fucking you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, that's you know, them niggas be crazy. They don't that care. Sucks. You know, <laughs> you hear fuck. stories about players coming to the sideline that know they got a concussion and lie about. They'll this. be damned if you know, I know. I don't have a few. They might be. I, they might too. be fighting for a position. You know you what I'm saying? Lie. It might be a two point game. You know what I'm right. saying? We might be an overtime, might be a season online. You got to stay in. Because you're a pussy if you come out. I, Honestly, listen. Like, talk, listen like, if you if talk. you think about it like this, think of a player like a Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Listen, if they would have took one down off in the two Super Bowls they played, it might have been the, you know what I'm saying, the change right. of the game. would have had three. Yeah. So, and like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It just. <laughs> I just think. I just think the one word that you can't associate with Andrew Luck is weak. No, not at all. Not at all. No. I think that making that decision at 29 when easily, because Brady's gone. Breeze's about to be gone. Well, Brady's not no, gone. No, I'm not saying. Brady's going to be gone sooner and ne- rather ne- than Next later. five years. Sooner rather than later, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, um, Phillip Rivers, you know, all the, you know, the quarterbacks, Eli Man and Ben Roethlisberger from that generation are going to be gone. Yeah, then it's, gone. it's your turn. To, it's your to, turn. To, you know, from... You know, oh wow, thanks. But like from you know, football players are playing to their their early forties now, so you might have yeah. a smooth five to seven years to run the league. Well, hold on, like the only football players that are playing that late well, are, are the quarterbacks. When, no, I'm, sorry, I'm saying quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, for he made that decision knowing what he's given up. That's why I think he's going to be back. Right, because, I, think, I think he's going to. Yo, be back. because for as much as he's given up. This nigga made a hundred million dollars. He did in seven years. Yeah, and so like not move, counting off the field. Moving money. into right. that, so what did you guys? What record did y'all have the Colts before he left? Eleven and five. Yeah, easy. Yeah. You know he's never won over twelve games. Yeah, yeah he's always won eleven five. But what did happened before he left. I had him winning twelve and four. I had eleven or twelve. So let's go through their schedule without Andrew Luck. Damn count it. the losses. All right, count. So but Jacoby like, nah, Brissett ain't a scrub. Nah, he's not no scrub. He's not a scrub. All right, but hey. He's not Andrew Luck. Yeah, no. Um, first game, they're at Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Win. Yeah, that's a loss. <laughs> Daisy, what? I'll fuck it's, with it, It's a loss regardless if they have Gordon or not. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a loss. Now they're going to play Tennessee. They'll win that's that win. in Tennessee. That. That's a win. Um, they're at home against the Falcons. That's a loss. That's a loss because really? yeah, you got to keep up yeah. with that. You got to keep up with Maddie. Hey, Maddie, Maddie scores. He air that buckets, bitch out. Okay, you got to keep up true. with them boys. Um, then they are at home against the Raiders. That's a win. They can win that. So we two and two. Yep, we're going to Arrowhead. Oh, uh, that's a loss. That's a loss. <laughs> two and three. Um, we're at home against the Texans. That's a loss. That's a loss. Two and four. And that's a, yeah. They they got a bye, and then they play the that's Texans a win. at home. No, I'm saying they played Texas. So, so they t- played Texans back to back. No, 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 no. I'm saying that was after a bye, but you said it's a loss. Um, oh, okay. They were at home um, against the Broncos. They can win. Oh, that. that's a that's a that's a win. Three that's and four. Win. That's yeah. a win. We're going to play Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. Uh, that's a loss. I say three and five, yeah. and that's a short week too. Yeah, that's a loss. It's, it's a on a Thursday week. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna lose that. Um, then we're at home against Miami. They win that. That's a win. We're four at and home five. against the Jags. That's a win. That's a win. Five and five. We're on the road against Texans. That's a win. That's I think they. Win. I think they can steal yeah. that one. I think they're gonna split. You think they'll win the one on the road, not the one at home? Or they can split. I okay. Just think, all right. So okay. six and so five. We're at home against the Titans. That's a win. Seven that's a win. five. We're going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, they can win that. They, they can, can win that. They, they can win that. That's gonna be later on in the season. I, I think don't know. Tampa but, yo, Bay. By that time, be, the bus be, gonna be garbage. Yeah, they're gonna be yo, trash, trash. We're going to New Orleans. That's a loss. Eight and six right now. 
play yeah. in New Orleans. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. We're at home against the Panthers. That's a win. That's a okay. win. At at home though, that's a win. Nine and six. Yo, every time you we're going you to go play against the Jags. Air, shit is fucking huh? Going, going to play, to the, play Jags? the Jags. That's another win. Nah, at Jacksonville. At, at Jacksonville. What time of the Yo, year? It's the, end it's of the, the year? last game of the season. They, that's a win, man. Give them that win. So okay, ten and six. Ten and six. So y'all got them at ten and six. Yeah. I don't. I have I them at like either. nine and seven. I have them at nine and seven. Yeah. Well, I have them so at they one more. Losing one of these games, we said they. Yeah, win. I have. I would have them at nine and seven. They, so might, they, they might end up losing really both of them to the Texans. So that we got honest. the Texans winning the division then. Yeah. 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 The Titans. Fuck no. Bro, no. Um, and the Jags. No. I, nah. Absolutely. Not. Absolutely. Who's Jags coming in. Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles that. gonna yeah. hey, he gonna he gonna air that bit no, out. No, no, Nick Foles is who he is, man. Like he's not, he's not. That, so that, what he, do y'all think? He won y'all Super Bowl. What, what he, he did. He did. You're the Tennessee him. Titans, and you're Mike Vrabel. What type of leash do you put on Marcus Mariota? You ain't got no leash. You Go get one game, and then you putting in Ryan Tannehill. Boom. All right. That, I wouldn't. That, does that, that make us better, Calvin? No. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, <laughs> right. Ryan Tannehill, when healthy and he has weapons, he'll be all right. What weapons does he have in Tennessee that he didn't have? Delaney Walker. <laughs> so he had fucking Jarvis Landry right. in fucking Miami. He couldn't do nothing. Listen, listen, listen. All I'm saying is, I feel like Ryan. Tannehill but also, would be so much also, than he listen. Was. Miami's defense wasn't as good as the Tennessee Titans' defense is this year and last year. So that might actually make an effect. You know, I think, what I'm saying, I think you give him. I think you give him until the bye week. Ryan Tannehill has always been kind of shitty. I'm just looking at his stats right now. But anyway, I think you give him until the bye week. So what do you, what do y'all think? What do y'all have? You think Jacoby Brissett can really get it done? Yeah, yeah. I think so. With that, with nice. their with their roster and Frank Wright being the being the the OC he was with the Eagles you're not when they won. If you're the front office, nah, nah. So you so we're competing for for wild card. Yeah, yeah okay. We compete for the division. Facts, right. facts. Honestly, I, honestly, I feel having. like they can. I mean, I I can't remember what the uh, Texans uh, schedule was looking like, but let's do it. Yeah, let, let's look at it real quick because I feel also, like you know reports have been Joe Davion Clowney might be on yeah. the move, and if um, he's he on headed, the move, might be headed to Philly. A, so we'll do the Texans schedule, but that ass Philly I'm, and Seattle. I think that's I speak a, that's for all team. of us. Going to Seattle. I think I speak for all of us when I say we're not wasting our time with the Jags or the Titans schedule. No, nobody cares. All right, first game of the season. That's I kind of lo- losses. All right, so first game of the preseason, first game of the season, Texans. Ooh, damn, we going to the Superdome to play the Saints. I got them winning that game. They can win that. Nah, yes sir. Hell no. First Monday night nah. game of the season. Season That's opener. That's no. Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller, and they not they not ready for that. Yes, sir. That, that, That's a win. You gotta break the tie because. They're not winning. In they're not winning in New Orleans, Orleans. So on the on a season right, opener. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then they're at home yeah, against the Jags. Win. That's a win. Then um, I remembered this. Y'all said we were going to win this. They're going to play the Chargers. They're going to play yeah. the Chargers. Chargers. So that's, that's yeah. a loss. Yeah, that's a that, that's a that's a loss. One and two. You would remember some shit like that. Hey, I got you. Listen, that's his boys. Yeah, right? man. But anyway, then. We're coming back home. We're playing the Panthers. That's a win. Go in that. win. We're playing. We're staying home to play the Falcons. I feel like they can win that too. I think that's a no, tough one. I think they're gonna lose that. That's a loss. That's a loss. They Atlanta they, like that. They defense ain't good enough, too? bro. I that's think they're gonna lose that too. We're going to Arrowhead. They're gonna lose that. Nah, that's a win. I got that's the win. win. That, that's a tough. That, that's a win. I forgot what we you said. think they're gonna grind that out and win? Yes. So, so they losing at home to the Falcons when they go to the Chiefs and win? Yes. 
I'm, I don't. Uh, you know, you know how I feel about the Chiefs. Right. But I mean, you're gonna win some. You're gonna win some games that you sh- that you shouldn't win. And you're gonna lose some games that. So you then shouldn't. we said they're All splitting right. with the Colts. So just count this one as a loss, and we'll do the next one as a win. Okay. All right. So they lost against the Colts. Um, then we're at home against the Raiders. That's a win. That's a win. We're going to play Jacksonville. Win. We're going to play the Ravens. Win. No, we're gonna win that. No. No, you're not winning. I'm t- you're not winning two against two great defenses back to back. Your defense Relax. isn't great anymore. <laughs> yes, they are. It's not. Oh, yes, they are. Here we go again. You know, I ain't going. I ain't going to go too into it. No, I got. I got them winning that game. Win. Yeah, I got to win. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here, yellow boy. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all go. Okay. Hey, Philly, Philly podcast said we was kind of snapping last week, so I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to relax. Shout All out right. to the Philly pod. <laughs> All right. So after the Ravens. We're coming home to play the Colts. We said that's a win because we're yeah, splitting. Yeah. Um, then we're at home against the Patriots. Uh, I think week thirteen they lose that. I the Patriots. The Patriots gonna be in 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 they like win. top Listen, shape, I wanna, top I form for the playoffs. I think they can win. I think they can win that ball game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I love Deshaun Watson against the Broncos. At home against the Broncos, I think that's a game that they could drop. Okay. I think they'll drop that one. I think that's a game they could drop. And then we're going to play so Tennessee. Fine. They win. Win, winning that game. We're going to play the Bucks. They win winning, winning that. that. Then we're finishing the season at home that's against Tennessee. So And let's say they right. let's say they lose that pass game, so ten and six. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a fun division to Bro, watch. Well, they the top are. of it, right? <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, they could they could surprise. I think the Titans could surprise people. I think they could be in the mix. I, I think they they could were be definitely at a nine, in the mix last year. I think for they could card. be at a nine and seven. They could be at a mix for a wild card. Okay, so um, that is our AFC South predictions. Um, basically, what we're gonna do next is. We've had some people that are listening to the show, shout out to Quan, that want us to give who we who we're gonna be picking this weekend for our fantasy football roster. Oh, so it's fantasy football shit? It's for fantasy football. A Z right. doesn't know fantasy. Yeah, I'm football. gonna go take a shit or something. I'll be right back. <laughs> are you really? What? Wait, really? Wait, really? <laughs> Said bring a take the uh the air. Nah, he not. Nah, he not. <laughs> but um <laughs> light so the incense. <laughs> basically, uh we're just gonna go through all of us, me, Calvin, and Wanye. Are in a plethora of fantasy football leagues. Plethora, so too damn many. So we're just gonna go through and give y'all who we believe are the best people for us, and also you possibly who you should be drafting in your starting lineups this week. Yeah, um, sure. Az, drink my orange juice. But um, <laughs> so basically, the format we're gonna do is we're gonna go quarterback, running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end, um, flex, flex, kicker. Defense. Okay. So super simple. No double quarterback leagues. No dynasty leagues. Yeah. Fuck all that. We're just gonna go through that. PPR. Um. So, who, who is your ideal star quarterback or quarterback you've already picked for a fantasy league you might have drafted for? Um. My ideal, and I always pick this person every year, is Matt Ryan. Yeah. Because Matt Ryan, even if the Falcons lose games, he throws for three hundred yards at least two touchdowns every consistently every game. Um, that's somebody that you're going to want on your team. Even if he throws an interception here and there, you still want somebody like a Matt Ryan who can get the ball out of his hands. He's got he's got weapons. He's got Julio Jones, uh, Calvin Ridley, Austin Cooper, Devontae Freeman. You know what I'm saying? He's got a plethora of options. Even Muhammad Sanu. Like, you really can't count Matt Ryan out. So that's, that's going to be my number one QB to, to grab in the fence. I'm going to kind of give you two guys who are kind of not necessarily sleepers, but Matt Ryan is much of more of a popular pick. I think two guys who are really going to have good fantasy years, Dak Prescott and Derek Carr. 
I think Dak Prescott was a really was very got on to, to a really good hot streak once he got a number one in Amari Cooper. I think if they do not end up signing Zeke, um, I think they will run the ball a little bit less, putting the ball in his hands more. Jason Witten coming back, I think, will help. Derek Carr, um, the Raiders' offensive line is probably top five, top seven in the league, in my opinion, um, from what I've seen from Hard Knocks and all that. And then, obviously, Antonio Brown there, that grievance, that whole helmet thing is over. He'll be back. Terrell Williams um, is there. I'm sorry. What is he's eating cheese? This, he's eating cheese and orange juice. That's and like not even like cheese cubes, but like just a slice of fucking cheese. A slice of cheese, bro. Keep going. Thanks. Just keep going, bro. Keep going, bro. Listen. So I those those are my two guys that I think are really good. So basically, and I've drafted three times already: a free league, a league for third, the third and thirty podcast, and then. Um, a dynasty league. And the one quarterback that I have seen, you know, pro tip, you know, try to draft a running back first. You know, I made the mistake when I first started playing fantasy. Yeah, I remember I drafted Russell Wilson as my number one overall, like a dumbass. And I was like, But anyway, <laughs> so what I see a lot of people, I'll see, so the, the trend I'm seeing is, okay, Saquon went first. Okay. Um, you know, Todd, Todd Gurley, CMC, two or three. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes yeah. is off the board. So, Basically, from my research, Patrick Mahomes is actually projected to take a 10 to 15% regression he will. this season in fantasy. So I'm sorry, Corey. That is not me bashing your cheeks. Because then he throw for like 5,000 yards mm-hmm. last year? And 50 yeah. touchdowns. And a, a regression might not necessarily mean something bad. He just might be normal. Yeah, you know? or he might um, throw for 40 But the quarterback touchdowns. that I'm really high on is probably going to be Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think he is a very healthy balance between a dual threat quarterback and a good pocket presence accuracy um there are some offensive line issues as well as him not being able to get the ball out quick enough last year he did get sacked a fair amount last season um but i think he has some really good weapons you know d hop you know anytime you're working with a top three top five receiver who didn't drop a pass you know last who doesn't year. drop passes he didn't drop a single pass? No. No. no no i mean wow. anytime would y'all say d hop's top three D Hop is number he's, one. He's number one. Okay, true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have any receiver over. He D-Hop the best receiver. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, he didn't drop a pass, Az. He, Julio, he Julio is tough. <laughs> but I mean, when you but, when you're working with top one, top two, your material, you're gonna be. You know, you might have a good season. Then Will Fuller is a dog. Really good deep threat. Good. Kiki Kuti. Um, um, so I think you know he might. I'm not. I don't think the the loss of Lamar Miller is gonna hurt him a whole bunch. Because they still got Duke um, Johnson. They still got Duke Johnson, and he's a good. But he's a quarterback. I'm highest on. So let's go running back. Give me your two running backs. You know, obviously you got your CMC, Saquon. You know, Le'Veon. Everybody got those. But like, who are you drafting first overall? I mean, I would definitely draft. I, I me personally, I'm drafting CMC okay. first, just because in that offense. He's going to run. I've seen him run and catch the ball. They force feed that man the ball. <laughs> like, they force feed him. Like, I've watched Panthers games, and, like, they, they force feed him the ball. Um, I think he's a guy who can – he's very – like, he's, he was very close last year, but he can easily go for 1,000 receiving and 1,000 rushing. Yeah. So, obviously, him – I got him for, first. And then you can never go wrong with him or Saquon. So, you know – Depending on where you are in the draft class, they both may be, they may be out of out of the picture. So if you're looking at maybe if you got like a sixth or seventh round pick and they're still on the board, I would definitely go my number one if it's a seventh is Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon Bell is gonna have a promising year. He took the whole year off last year. He's healthy, he's 
he's fresh. He's got fresh legs, you know what I'm saying? So he doesn't have all the wear and tear from a whole year being a running back. And my number eight, if I had the pick, would be Marlon Mack. And that's only if you didn't get like a top tier wide receiver in that first, you know, eight picks. But Marlon Mack is going to have a great year. I think with Jacoby Brissett actually going to be the starter and not Andrew Luck, Marlon Mack was already kind of showing up last year. And especially in the playoffs and, and towards the later end of the season, Marlon Mack is going to be a huge, huge, huge deal, especially with the offensive line getting better yeah, with the Colts. He so, last year. you know, if you're looking for a running back that might be a sleeper, Marlon Mack, Le'Veon Bell is going to be a sleeper too because everybody thinks he's got a year off. He might be sluggish, and he might. But I think his ceiling is a lot higher than people think. So Yeah, and I, I'm going to go with if I wanted to choose a run. Like if I'm picking in the middle of my draft and I want to get a competent running back tandem – but I, I miss out on Saquon or CMC and Gurley um, and, and Zeke, you know, if he plays. Um, I'm going to probably try to get a combination of something like Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook is Dalvin, a very, is Dalvin be Cook very good and, pick up. and like Damian Williams. Yeah. Um, that would be a good tandem for me. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen people picking David Johnson too high. But he's always somebody that can well, come. You know, he board. was uh, he was the number one for fantasy projections last year, and then he broke his wrist on the first play of the yeah. game. I think there's just so, a lot of uncertainty on how that offense is going to look. Yeah. So those are our running backs. Um, I would also say Josh Jacobs in Oakland. Yeah. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb for obvious reasons. I would say um, also Montgomery out in. Uh, out in Chicago. Tariq Cohen is the number one, but yeah. Montgomery's been fucking plowing I'd through I'd be everybody. hesitant to take Nick Chubb as like my starting running back only because his stats might, his touches might drop when because um, you got that, but, that, but that's after eight weeks. You know what I'm saying? So if you needed a running back and you want to have a one-two I'm just for saying, the time being. I'm him as like your number Yeah, yeah, one. I wouldn't take him as my number one. Um, but, yeah. but let's move to wide receivers. We need two wide receivers. Um, I mean, we know you're taking D-Hop, you're taking Odell, you're taking Julio, Antonio Otto. Brown, Julio. Those guys. But, I'm gonna tell you a sleeper. Yeah, who's your sleeper wide receiver? My sleeper wide receiver is gonna be DJ Moore. That's the, not a for the sleeper. Carolina. Everyone Panthers. has been saying him. <laughs> no, really. Everyone has oh, been okay. saying him. All right, as well, a hold sleeper. on. I got another one. I got another one. Got another one. Give, give us another. Let me one. let me look back at uh, who. Are, give, oh, it, give us another one. Well, and now he might not be too big of a sleeper, but I think he's gonna have a great season because now he has a competent quarterback. But Emmanuel Sanders, bro. Yes. Like I think now that yeah. he has a yes, a Joe Flacco, and listen, I know people be down on Joe Flacco, he's but straight. he could sling the rock and Emmanuel. Sanders is a big playmaker. Once he gets the ball, he definitely gets you yards at the catch. He definitely gets to the end zone. Um, and he's a he's a good enough wide receiver where he's going to get you the points that you're going to need per game. So I, I would definitely pick up uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I mean, I one, one guy who I like a lot is, as far as like kind of a sleeper, is Randall Cobb in Dallas. Um Wow, just messing messing up my whole shit. Randall <laughs> Randall Randall Cobb in Dallas. I think he's gonna be an even more effective kind of how Cole Beasley was in Dallas. Is he the number two in Dallas now? Yeah, I mean they got Michael Gallup, which is another which is another sleeper. Um, but I think being in that slot, he's gonna get you a lot of catches. And I think Randall Cobb. But the only question about him is his health. Um, so I wouldn't quite necessarily go with him. Also, Calvin Ridley in Atlanta. Solid number two against who with Julio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So honestly, uh, this is not really a sleeper, but it's not a guy that people are always thinking of draft as their number one wide receiver. Adam Thielen. Yeah. Adam Thielen is yeah. a dog. I have him easily top ten wide receiver in the league, and I can even make arguments to have him top seven wide receiver in the league. I've had him my last two years, and he does not disappoint. He does. He's an excellent route runner. He does not drop the ball. Um, and he really he's great in the red zone as well. But my sleeper wide receiver is going to be Dante Moncrief 
for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. um, yes, sir. Coming off of a um, a decent season in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, but he's the number two next to um, Juju in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And so I don't see a reason why he doesn't get a lot of targets and a lot of touches this season. I have one other sleeper, and this is only because A.J. Green will be out. But Tyler Boyd for the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. he had a 1,000-yard season last year, which you know is pretty damn good, especially for somebody who's a backup. I would say if you have to pick up another wide receiver tandem and you need somebody who's going to get you some points for the first five to six weeks, go ahead and get you a Tyler Boyd. I would also say last last little guy, I would say Jamison Crowder. He's in he's he's in the New York Jets. New York he's with, Jets, he's with yeah. New York Jets now. With Sam Darnold, um, he'll be complimenting Robbie Anderson. I think he's a nice guy late in your round. You know, maybe keep him on your bench, but he'll he'll have a solid few games. Tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> so there are three premier tight ends, correct? Yeah. Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but who are, if you can't get any of them, because there's only three of them, and you're in a 12-man league, who's your go-to? I'm, so I loved him last year. I don't know if I'm high on him this year, but Eric Ebron is one of the guys. And the number two guy that I'm thinking about is Jared Cook. So Jared Cook recently signed with the um, Saints. The Saints. And he's been getting pretty much the number one touches. And I think that with Drew Brees, having that type of quarterback get the ball to you, you're going to get, you know what I'm saying, you're going to get those touches. And Drew Brees definitely loves his tight ends. I think him and Michael Thomas, they're definitely going to both eat up. But uh, Jared Cook, that's that's who I'm going to take as one of my sleeper tight ends. I got Austin Hooper out in, out in Atlanta. Um, I think he will be a very good. Re- I think he'll be a very good receiver. Uh, well, tight end, but he kind of lines up at receiver a good amount of the time. I think him, and for whatever reason, I don't know what, why it. I have a feeling. I think Jimmy Graham is going to have a slight bounce back year in Green Bay. I think. I think. I think he could. He's a guy. Don't draft him high. Don't rely on him. However, I do think that that would be a good guy just to kind of keep in your back pocket. I think he may have a little resurgence, new offense, new uh, head He's coach. just a heavy, like, only red zone player. So, like, you better hope he gets the ball in the red zone. But I, I feel you. I mean, Jimmy Graham's never a bad, like, move. When I had him when he was with Seattle, he was eating up. So, yeah. yeah. He, so, could, he could be solid. I'm, I'm going to be a dickhead and be a homer. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. I mean, nah, I mean, he's dickhead. healthy this year. Yeah, he's, he's, he wasn't healthy last year. You don't have to feel like a dickhead. Yeah, just I mean, he's, he's, health, he's healthy. He's got great hands, great route runner. We really missed him last season in Los Angeles because Antonio Gates, he, he just you know, shout old. out, you know, legend, Hall of Fame. He's just too old. But damn, got, that man got, is old. He ain't got it no more. Got some weight on him. He dropped a really big pass for us. Um, in in um, now nah, he that, caught that it and then fumbled and then fumbled. You're right. And we were trying. We were trying to make something of a comeback. Listen, and then don't, listen, listen. don't don't put that loss on him. No, no, no. definitely don't put it on. Him. It was a lot. But anyway, I got. I'm really high on Hunter Henry, man. I'm definitely yeah. He's gonna um, be nice. Anxious to see what he does, man. If we can just get Melvin Gordon to come back and we get Hunter Henry, Melvin Gordon, Williams, Keenan Allen. Eckler out the slot. Like, bro, we could really make some noise on offense, but we're just missing that real pivotal piece. But I definitely, if you're, you know, if you're picking sixth or seventh in your league and those three premier tight ends are gone, I'd definitely give Hunter Henry a shot. Um, but now we're going to go to our flex. This is probably the hardest position for some people to pick because do I put a tight end? Do I put a wide receiver? Do I put a running back? Who are you drafting in your flex positions? Running. I'm, I'm always putting a running back there. Well, um, what have you got? Two it, flex it depends. Positions? It depends on what I draft. But if I have two flex positions, I'm getting a running back and a wide receiver. 
But most leagues, you're probably only going to have one. And if I'm picking a running back right now, I would probably put Austin Eckler in that position. Um, like Dre said, like right now, we don't know what Melvin Gordon is going to do. And I don't know if I could take Austin Eckler to be my number one guy. You know what I'm saying? So maybe having him where you know he's going to be getting the ball. He's also going to have to be splitting carries, though. Um, and then another person I might put in that flex position who might be a little bit of a sleeper, but I think he's going to have a pretty decent year, is uh, Peyton Barber um, out of Tampa Bay. I think yeah. that I think that he's going to be heavily relied on out of the um, shotgun with Jameis Winston. They're, they're going to need him to catch balls, you know what I'm saying, because he's not going to be able to get it to Mike Evans every every few minutes. And then, you know, they don't have Deshaun Jackson there anymore, so they're going to need somewhat of a speedster kind of getting uh, getting out so he can dump it off and everything like that. I like I like a few guys. Um, I like Duke Johnson um, in in Houston. Duke Johnson obviously got traded there from Cleveland. Lamar Miller tore his ACL. I think he will have a lot of touches um, coming out the backfield. I like Kenyon Drake at, down in Miami. Um, he, he's showed a lot of promise last year as a running back. Um, you know, Miami literally doesn't have anything going for them whatsoever, so they they'll have to run the ball. Um, I like those two guys. Who else do I like coming out the flex? I like Miles Sanders in Philadelphia. He gained a lot of traction in, in camp, um, and he'll probably be that secondary back for the Eagles, second to Jordan Howard, um, and he'll have a lot of receiving, kind of more of a running Sproles type of player. Um, who else can I put in that flex? Obviously, Tariq Cohen, shout out to Tariq. Um, he would be a great flex guy as well. Yeah, I mean, I actually have Tariq as a flex in my dynasty league. Um, I'm thinking Tariq Cohen, um, what's, what's his name, Marvin Jones. Um, Marvin Jones, you talking about in Detroit? In Detroit, in Detroit yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Gallo, Galloway, too, in Detroit. They're number two. No, Galladay. Galladay is like that. He's been, having, he's been yeah, getting he's a lot be of traction. Flex. Um, if, you know, if you have to put a wide receiver there, I would put like an Emmanuel Sanders if you could snag him late mm-hmm. if people are sleeping on him. Um, so, yeah, I really like Tariq Cohen in the flex, though. Like, you, you got two solid running backs. Another yeah. person I'd probably put in that flex that I wouldn't put as my starter running back is uh, Mark Ingram. And the reason being is because, yeah. you know, he he's not going to get you the points you would want as a starting running back because he'll be splitting carries with Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson, for that matter. But he's somebody who's going to get you touchdowns and he's going to get you yardage. Um, and with the, Waver- with the Ravens' defense or offense right now, I feel like it's going to be opening up. A lot more than just the running game, so he might end up, you know, receiving passes, all that. So one more guy, and I'm not a proponent of taking Patriots running backs because you never fucking know what they're gonna put back there. Oh, but yeah. James White is always reliable because he has a lot of games where like he has like ten catches, and with Brady getting up even more in age, those checkdowns are gonna be even more friendly to him. I like James White in the flex too. So who we putting at our kicker position? I mean, Justin Tucker for sure. It's the only guy. Or or Zerline. Or Zerline. Justin Tucker, yeah. I would say maybe maybe Robbie Gold, you know. um, Hey, I'm putting uh, the Chargers kicker. Who's Um, your kicker now? uh, We, uh, Mike Badgley. Badgley. Hmm. Honey Badger. He's he's like the most accurate kicker in the Chargers, like 10 last 10 seasons. Y'all yeah. need that. I remember that one season. Y'all missed like three field goals. That would have been three yeah. wins that put but, y'all um, the And then who we going defense? Well, so currently I, I drafted three defenses in one of my leagues. I don't know why, but, I'm, you know, the top defense right now, in my opinion, is going to be the Browns. And then I got the Rams. Um, but you can never go wrong with the Ravens defense. And I'm saying this because even last year, I don't think everybody thought that we had the best defense in the league, but we ended up having that defense. And I and one sleeper defense that I got is the Chargers. So the sleeper defense I have are the Lions because their D line is kind of ridiculous. 
Um, they got Ziggy Ansah. Gosh, I can't, I'm trying to remember who else they have. I can't remember off the top of my head. I like their defense. I like the Cowboys' defense a lot. Demarcus Lawrence and them boys. I like their defense a lot. I like if the Eagles end up getting Jadavion Clowney, which is between the Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks, if they end up getting uh, Jadavion Clowney, I like their defense as well. Obviously, you can't go wrong with the Bears, um, mm. the Browns. You can't go wrong with the yeah, Browns Bears, at all. Browns, Chargers, Ravens. Yeah. Um, those are you know, just defenses you can't go wrong. And, and maybe even the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? The Steelers really haven't lost anything on defense um, necessarily in the last few years. Like, they've been pretty consistent, so... And uh, that concludes our fantasy uh, picks for this. You know, if you're going to your fantasy draft and you want a little bit of insight, especially if you're drafting, like maybe it's your first or second year doing fantasy, uh, just hit us up on Twitter at NBA Finish Line. But uh, got a couple questions to end the show. What do you think the chances are that this Team USA team wins gold at the FIBA World Championships? 70%. I give them a 65 they suck. They lost it. They lost I give to Australia. 75%. We ain't lost to Australia in 74 years. Australia nice though. We ain't lost to 74 years. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I think and Patty Mills game 30. And so <laughs> 30 bomb. And do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> he was cooking up do you with agree, them boys. Do you agree with the Nets extending Karis LeVert? Got to. Nah. No, Got to. Why not? Listen, with 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 Kyrie and KD, if you can pull off those, I mean, I, I like Karis LeVert. I just wouldn't have given the, the that extension right now. I would have waited a year, see how he fits in with Kyrie um, before you're tied to a guy like that. But, you know, in the NBA, you can always move contracts pretty easily. So, not too bad. I wouldn't have given him right now, but not not a horrible decision. And then, AZ, anything? All right, no? Okay. Yeah, Nick, Nick's fan, <laughs> man. Um, and last but not least, uh, fuck. Wow, I lost the last topic. So, um, yeah. Oh, here's my last topic. So, if you listen to this entire show, the first person to tweet us and say, "Hey, screenshot at like fifth screenshot this." Hey, I listened to the whole show, or something. I don't know. What should I say? I was gonna give him ten dollars. Ten dollars. Hey, I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to do it myself. Can I do it? Can I win? <laughs> Right. Five dollars. Um, but listen, follow us on Twitter at NBA Finish Line. Um, we're almost at three thousand followers. Doing another jersey giveaway at three thousand followers. Um, go to Apple Podcasts and review the podcast. Five stars only, or get the fuck out of here. We actually did a really good job this week. We didn't go we didn't crazy. Yell. We, we didn't, didn't yell at nobody. We cursed just a little bit. Yeah. And yell. we ain't go in on no particular player. And Wanya didn't call Dwight Howard a pussy. He is a pussy because now he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna wear fucking number thirty nine for the fucking Lakers. That is the most ugliest <laughs> shit in the world. Yo, He's, wearing He's wearing thirty nine. He's wearing thirty nine. It represents LeBron's finals record. Chill out, bro. Fuck you.